Welcome to the St George's Leeds Sermon Podcast. We hope you enjoy the talk. Our Bible reading today is Luke, two, Luke chapter 2, verse 1 to 20, the birth of Jesus. In those days, Caesar Augustus issued a decree that a census should be taken of the entire Roman world. This was the first census that took place while Quirinus was governor of Syria. And everyone went to their own town to register. So Joseph also went up from the town, to, town of Nazareth in Galilee to Judea to Bethlehem, the town of David, because he belonged to the house and line of David. He went there to register with Mary, who was pledged to be married to him and was expecting a child. The time came, the time came for the baby to be born. And she gave birth to her firstborn, a son. She wrapped him in cloths and placed him in a manger because there was no guest room available for them. And there were shepherds living out in the fields nearby, keeping watch over the flocks at night. An angel of the Lord appeared to them, and the glory of the Lord shone around them, and they were terrified. Today, in the town of David, but the angel said to them, Do not be afraid. I bring you good news that will cause great joy for all the people. Today in the town of David, a Savior has been born to you. He is the Messiah, the Lord. This will be a a sign to you. You will find a baby wrapped in cloths and lying in the manger. Suddenly a great company of heavenly hosts appeared with the angel, praising God and saying, Glory to God in the highest heaven, and on earth peace to those whom his favor rests. When the angels have left them and gone to heaven, the shepherds said to one another, Let's go to Bethlehem and see the thing that has happened, which the Lord has told us about. So they hurried off and found Mary and Joseph and the baby who was lying in the manger. When they had seen him, they spread the word concerning what they had seen, what they had been told them about this child. And all who heard it were amazed at what the shepherds said to them. But Mary treasured up all these things and pondered them in her heart. The shepherds returned, glorified and praising God for all the things they had heard and seen, which were just as they had been told. This is the word of the Lord. Good morning, everybody. Love to see you all. Hope you're all doing okay. For those of you who don't know me, my name is Richard. I'm the curate down the road at Holy Trinity. Ball Lane and also on the team here at St. George's and I'm very excited that we get to finish off our Christmas series under the title of Mary's Mixtape this morning. Now as has already been mentioned today it's Christmas tomorrow. Who's excited? Anyone excited for Christmas? Five or six of us that's good. Anyone excited for Christmas? There we are that's good to hear. Well A few of you might know this about me, but I used to be a primary school teacher before I um, went off and trained to be a vicar. And around the time that the end of the Christmas term approaches as a primary school teacher, um, you basically have two main moves that you can play or you can employ as as a teacher at Christmas. One is to show a film. Now, I'm not going to do that because we'll be here for about an hour and a half, which means that the other option is the one that I'm going to take, which is a Christmas quiz. 
So I hope we're ready for a Christmas quiz. So there's four rounds to this quiz. I'll level with you. The first three are for fun. And then the final one will link us in to the theme that we're going to be exploring today. And the way that this is going to work is you're going to get three clues. And those clues all point to a particular thing related to Christmas. If you guess the thing after the first clue, you get three points. If you guess it after the second thing, you get two points. If you guess it after the third thing, you get one point. Are we all clear? Now, if you don't want to keep track of the score and just try and guess the thing, that's fine too. Um, I should also be clear at the, at the outset, I haven't brought any prizes with me. So the prize is just knowing that you did a good job. That famous cop-out of a quiz prize. Are we ready? So first round, first clue. Are we ready? So this points towards a Christmassy thing. Have a think. You can have a chat with the person next to you if you like. What do you think it might be? It's a toy shop, in case you can't see. That's the first clue. Are you ready for the second clue? Next one. So what do you think it might be? Has it changed your, uh, your ideas, your answers? And the idea is that these get easier as they go through. So the final clue. No, oh, it's obvious. Have we got any guesses? Shout something out. Santa. Santa. Claus. Shall we see what it is? Hey, Santa. Well done. If you guessed Santa, that's good. Give yourself as many points as it took you to get it right. Are we ready for the next one? Right, so that is a picture of snow. And that's all there is for the first one. There are some tracks in the snow, that is true. So I think, what do you think it might be after that first clue? Right, this one needs some explaining. This is my childhood dog called Oscar. He is a red setter. Seeing it, pennies dropping for a few people. Red setter. There may, I may have accidentally worn an extra clue for this question somewhere on me today. Um, that wasn't intentional when I got dressed this morning. <laughs> Next one. Rudolph, any, someone guessing Rudolph, any other guesses? Rudolph seems to be fairly unanimous. Let's have a look. Hey, Rudolph, well done. Now, this third round, by my own admission, is by far the most cryptic. I think these are good clues. <laughs> you might disagree. Let's see. That's the first clue. I'll explain it at the end. But that's the first clue. Now, Gary Lineker, what does he do? He's a TV presenter. TV presenter. Next one. They're giving something. Any guesses as to what it is? Presents. Any other guesses? Wise men. Good, based on that clue. Should we have a look? Presents. Right, let me, let me talk you through it. 
The social media ones, if you had all of those social media accounts, you would have a very strong online presence. There we are. See, we're all having fun, aren't we? That's very nice. Um, Gary Lineker, TV present. Uh, you're welcome. And then the final one, print. Good. So, hang, so, we'll stop there for a sec. So they were, were, were just for fun. We're all having fun at Christmas, aren't we? Um, this next set of three clues leads us into the theme that I want to talk a little bit about today. Okay? So, next one. It's a word clue. Vegetable plus reptile sound. I heard a bit of a... Oh, that's encouraging. Next one. What is that? What does it represent? Seagull, it's a good guess. What is that? Sign signifying. Okay, have we got any guesses before I show the answer? Peace, shall we have a look? Good, peace. Now, vegetable plus reptile sound. P. There we are, some people are happy with that. So we're thinking about the idea of peace today. Now, why peace? Well, the thing that I think is true about peace is it's one of those words that we might use it quite a lot. But if you really drill down to it, it's hard to actually identify, figure out, define what it is that we're talking about. If we talk about the idea of peace and quiet, that might give us some indication maybe, something that's calm, relaxed, chilled out maybe. So that might be something that points towards what peace is. If we talk about um, praying for peace, which we do quite often if we're followers of Jesus, if we come to church regularly, we might pray for peace. And that might be a prayer where we pray for certain things to stop happening, which we'll explore more in a moment. Particularly at Christmas, if, time, if it's busy, if there's lots of people around, if there's all sorts of things going on, we might, if you're anything like me, I'm, I'm, I'm quite an introverted guy, every so often a few minutes away to get a bit of peace. So that maybe conjures up that image of um, withdrawing or getting away from things. So we use it in all sorts of different contexts and different situations. But it's hard to know exactly what it is. We talk about it, but when I think it's a word, kind of like joy. We use the word joy a lot, but it's hard to know exactly what we mean when we talk about it. Peace can be similar. And so what I wanted to do is just explore a bit about what this word peace is and what it means. Now, the reason for that is because it's in our reading today. So if we go to the next slide, Luke 2, 14, part of the passage that we just heard read says this. It says, glory to God in the highest heaven and on earth peace to those on whom his favour rests. So peace is a key part of Christmas. It's part of what we think about as Christians when we think about Christmas. Peace is key. So what I want to do is think for just a few minutes, not for too long, just a few minutes about what we're talking about when we talk about peace because I think it's important. And really quickly, I just want to tell us three things about peace that I think are helpful and true. So the first thing to say about peace is that it comes from God. Peace comes from God. 
Quite often we can think about it coming from within ourselves, trying to generate it ourselves, trying to find our own peace. It comes from God and we see it in that verse. Peace to those on whom his favour rests. It comes from outside of ourselves. It comes from God to us. So when we're wanting peace, when we're talking about peace, when we're praying for peace, we're talking about and praying for something godly, something that only he can give, something that comes only from him. So that's one thing. It comes from God. The second thing about peace is the best way in which we see it. Now, I mentioned earlier I used to be a primary school teacher, and as a primary school teacher, at the start of each year with a new class of kids, we might have a bit of a conversation about what should our class rules be, how do we want this classroom to work, how do we not want it to work, how should we speak to one another, all that kind of stuff. And then, I mean, I'm rubbish at art, so I'd get them to make the nice thing to go up on the wall, but we'd have it on the wall, so then we could talk about it and refer to it. But what was interesting was during the course of the year, if I were to say to them, look at those rules on the wall, they'd be like, yeah, yeah, we know they're there, that's fine. But if I were to say, say there was a child that was behaving particularly well, let's random call her Sophie. If I were to say, if you want to know what those rules look like today, look at the way that Sophie is behaving and conducting herself, because Sophie is choosing the right thing, she's doing the right thing. We'd have this set, these set of rules, but the way in which we would know what they looked like was by looking at the person. Christmas is the same. Because peace comes from God, but it's not sent in a set of rules, regulations, instructions, things that we can just read off and do. It's sent in the person of Jesus. The baby born in the manger. The Prince of Peace. The Bible calls him elsewhere as the Prince of Peace. So if we want to know what peace is, we look at the person of Jesus, the God-sent person of Jesus, and we say, if you want to know what peace is, let's look to him. And we see that in the life that Jesus lived, in his life, death, resurrection, we see what peace is as he brought people together, as he spoke truth and love to people who needed to hear it most. So the first thing is that peace comes from God. The second thing is that we see it in the person of Jesus. But the third thing, and you might say, well, that's all cool, but it's still not really a definition. I think that's right. Now, I had a bit of a think about how we might want to try and define peace. And the furthest I've got is as follows. Peace is when things are as they should be. It's the as it should be-ness of God. Peace are as things should be. And so when God sends Jesus and he lives as life should be and he dies and he rises again to usher in the new creation where things will always be as they should be, we're seeing peace lived out and brought in through what Jesus did. But you don't need me to tell you that as we look at the world around us today, there's all sorts of places and things that aren't as they should be. Now, I don't know your personal situations. There may be things in your life at the moment, whether it's relationships, family stuff, whatever, where things aren't as they should be. It could be friendships where things are hard at the moment. Nationally, again, you don't need me to tell you what's been going through the news in relation to our country and things that are hard where things aren't as they should be. 
internationally, globally. Wars that are making it into the news at the moment. Whatever your views on those things are, I think we can all agree that they're not as they should be. So when we're talking about peace at Christmas, we're talking about God sending his son, Jesus, into the world with a promise that he will make things as they should be. There's all sorts of things that can be said about Christmas. But peace is key. And peace is one of the things that isn't often talked about. And I think it's important. Now, I love Christmas. I love the food. I love the presents. I love the TV. I quite like my Christmas jumper. There's all sorts of things about Christmas that I love. But let me encourage you, and I'm encouraging me too, let me encourage us to take a few moments, and we're going to do that in a minute or two, take a few moments over the next few days to just pause and to think about the peace that God sends through his son to make things as they should be at Christmas. Because we can do all sorts of things to contribute to peace. But the peace that we all want and we all yearn for is something that comes only from God. That's why I focused on peace today. I hope there's something helpful in there for you, something that um, draws you a little bit closer to God or to get you, think, get you thinking a little bit deeper at Christmas. Thank you for listening to the St George's Lead Sermon Podcast. For more talks or information, visit stgs.org.uk.